Welcome to the Feel Like a Million podcast. This is Amy Murphy. I'm so excited about this interview today. I had the honor of being interviewed by Tom Cheneau. He is a 28-year veteran of the MLM profession, and he's a successful top earner. He has also been a board member of the MLMIA, which is the Multi-Level Marketing International Association. He hosts the longest-running home-based business radio show in the world. And when he asked me to be on his show, I was ecstatic because I had the pleasure of meeting him in person, and he has the biggest heart. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this interview today. And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. That's the Tom Chenault Show. I do hope you're having the best day ever. We have got a show for you today. This fresh-faced kid to start is just a beast of a girl. She just called Eric Worre a beast a minute ago, and I thought it was such a term of endearment. I thought I would call her one. Talk about, she's the bathrobe millionaire, and when I met her in Florida at Ray Higdon's event, the absolute energy, the magnetism, the people she was pulling around her, I just couldn't believe my eyes. And I said, I got to feel more, find out more about this kid. So I watched her a little bit, found out she's from Canada, a mother, a great, she brought her husband to the event. I mean, everything she was doing perfectly. And then she launched this bathroom millionaire thing. And I said, we got to get her on the show. So I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Amy Murphy, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Talk about a nice introduction. Woo, thank you. you. Fantastic woman. Thank you. I'm you look so much smarter today than you did last week. What happened to you? I just, well, you know, I just attended Eric Worre's event, so a little bit more went in this brain. <laughs> Can you believe how much you didn't know? It's funny. You don't know what you don't know until you know what you didn't know. <laughs> and it's also astounding what you do know that you didn't know you knew, but you didn't also know, know that you could really, really lever that up. And what I love about Beyond Leadership and what Eric does is it's small enough to put a microscope on your strengths and really let you take it to the next level, right? Absolutely. How cool is that? Oh, it was, it, I'm honestly speechless when I think back because I just flew back in yesterday. Yeah. And when I think about all that we learned, my book was this thick and there was maybe this many pages left in the notebook I took. I was soaking every last second in. Everything he was saying was golden. What are you going to do about that pimple right there? <laughs> the best the pimple or the dimple? <laughs> oh, that's not a pimple. That's a dimple. That's a good call. Yeah, that is a real dimple. I don't see many of those. Oh, my eyesight's so bad. You got to be that close for me to be able to see them anymore. But tell me a story. Where'd you come from? I mean, you weren't born a network marketer. How did this all come about? Um, so I, as you know, I've, uh, I'm from Canada. Uh, I come from my mama <laughs> up yeah. here in Chile, Canada. Um, so I've been in network marketing for 20 years now. And the first 17 years of my journey, I successfully failed at about 10 different companies, never learned how to build a business, never really gave it a chance. I was in and out of companies, you know, like a girl buys new pairs of shoes, right? Like I just never really got the chops, got the grit, built the resilience, all the things that come with it. 
in and out, never gave it a chance. And then uh, I came across the last company that I was in about maybe three years ago. And all of a sudden, uh, I had a mindset shift. Uh, there's a long story behind it, but long story short is that I decided to join it another company one last time, uh, despite my husband very muchly not supporting me doing this because I failed at everything else. He was like, why are you doing this again? And I said, well, you know, like I believe in me. I think I can do this. I know the industry works. I'm going to do it this one last time. I'm going to give it a go and really learn what it means to learn how to be a network marketer. And when I had that mindset shift and I put my gears to, you know, pedal to the metal, uh, I became a million dollar earner in two and a half years. So uh, I'm glad that I didn't listen to my husband, actually. <laughs> but he does too. And, He's glad. But actually, do you know what, though? I am thankful, though, for him not believing in me because he's always believed in me. He's always supported me in everything I've done. We've been together since 1995. So we've been together for a really long time and he's always been my biggest cheerleader. So this one last time I came to him with this kind of proposal, like I'm going to try this again and he wasn't supportive. It almost drove me to want to prove him wrong. So yeah. there was a driving force behind it and we were unexpectedly pregnant with our third child. So finances weren't exactly where we wanted it to be. It wasn't in the plans. And there was a more of a mindset shift of, I want to contribute. I want to show what I'm made of. I know I can do this. I know it's here. I'm going to do it. And I did it. <laughs> wow. And now you're here. Now you're standing here right now. He is, did you retire him? Or is he still doing his job? Um, he does no, he doesn't really work. He hasn't worked there in about a year and a half. <laughs> okay, good. So what does he do all day long? Uh, he helps a lot. He helped because I'm so busy uh, right now. Actually, he took the kids up to soccer, up to the playground. He's going to take them to VR, have some fun with them. So he like, he really helps me with the children. Um, he plays dad role a lot. Uh, he organizes a lot of the trips. I am the worst. I'm a hot mess, usually 24-7, like truth be told. Like, I, I did my hair for you guys. Usually it's not done. Uh, I operate like a hot mess. So he is there to literally help me out, books the flights, tells me where I need to be, does the taxes. I spend the money. He kind of organizes where it all goes. Like he That's very, very cool. One thing, yeah, Denise and I did the same thing. I mean, having being a couple in the same household in network marketing is challenging in its own right and the fact that you two were so doggone happy when i saw you down in florida inspired me because it's it's hard and what denise and i did was we just made a list of everything we love to do and we made a list of what we don't love to do and then we compared the list and everything she that we both loved i gave to her so both of us had these two tremendous things that we both love to do and everything we don't love to do we wrote down and turned that into a job description yep. for a personal assistant love and it. we hired Marianne so now Marianne loves to do what she does Denise loves to do what she does and I'd love to do what I do and it's one big happy happy partnership not family because Marianne we've tried to get her to move in with us but she won't do it but at <laughs> the end of the day uh, you're 100% right on the money. So yeah. what is the millionaire bathrobe millionaire deal? So the million dollar bathrobe stems from my journey in that I became a million dollar earner literally in my bathrobe. When I was building my business, um, I was pregnant with two other kids running around, hot mess mama, glasses on, I since got laser surgery, so but I had glasses on, hair a mess, and it was it was literally that is how I built my business. Being 
authentically myself. And it actually, I have to give kudos to Ray Higdon because he's the one that like my journey was my own journey, but he actually was the one to make me think about my journey and be proud of it. Because I remember introducing myself to him and I was reluctant to share with him about my past failures. I wanted to introduce myself, him thinking, oh, she's a million dollar earner. Great. You know, and think, oh, wow. And be, and, and be wowed by that. But when I shared with him, the 17 years of struggle before he was so like, what? That's amazing. He was actually more impressed with my past failure failures and everything I endured and that, you know, never giving up and that mindset shift. He was really impressed by that. And he told me I need to embrace that. That's what people will relate to because a lot of people go through, you know, those ups and the downs and the failures and the mindset. And so he kind of helped bring that out of me. And I didn't realize that I was actually building a brand while I was doing it. It wasn't intentional, me going live every day in my bathrobe. I had an infant, you know, during the journey and I'd nurse her live, you know, I'd be talking all of a sudden she was crying. I stick her on my, my boob and I'm feeding her and I'm talking to Facebook and everyone got to know my left boob. <laughs> <laughs> really well. That's so exciting. It was, but it was just me being me, and I started to develop uh, a brand around it, and I didn't even know I was doing it. And so when I hit the million dollars in my bathrobe, it just kind of dawned on me like the million dollar bathrobe. And I wanted to create something that was more than just that because a lot of people ask me, okay, you had all these failures, and then you had your success. What was that middle part? What was that secret sauce that? that, that changed, what changed this time? And a lot of it was that mindset. And so I created the million dollar bathrobe to talk about, I share a lot of my past journey in it about the self-esteem issues from when I was younger. And I share that journey in the bathrobe and I bring it into the brand. So a lot of it is mindset coaching and being a connecting with a life that you love, loving your life, being on purpose, being authentic, creating genuine relationships, when you're living true to who you are and what you're meant to do, the world is literally your oyster. It will open up for you versus if you're trying to be something that you think people want you to see, you know, like actually opening up and living your journey and being true. And so the bathroom brand encompasses all of that um, and more, but that's basically kind of what it came from. How do they find this bathrobe brand? If you want to go to www.milliondollarbathrobe.com, you can find out the, you know, the purpose and the mission and what it all encompasses there. And that is inclusive to only your company or can just like all it's walk It's totally along. generic. It's not for, it's not even network marketing specific. It can be for any, anybody, you know, the mindset shift. My story is my story. And of course it's through network marketing is my story, sure. but what my mindset shift and the, the purpose and the passion behind the million dollar bathrobe, it, it can be for any business. Righto. So, um, <clears throat> what else do I want to know? Okay. So what keeps you relevant? I mean, you're a million dollar earner. Have you dealt with being a flash in the pan? Are you doing everything you can to avoid that real problem in network marketing where people hit that pinnacle and then they're gone and never seen again? You are improving your skills daily because you know getting there is one thing, staying there is another, right? 
Right. So I like to always be learning. I never stop learning. Hence, I was just at an Eric Warre event because I always want to sharpen my skills as a leader for the company I'm in, but also sharpen my my skills and my own self-worth and my own self-development. So which also helps the million dollar bathrobe as well. So I, you know, um, I don't like to think of myself as being a flash in the pan or a rising star. I just like to think that I'm living my my journey authentically to what I'm loving and what I'm driven to share and what I feel I'm on this earth to do. And if people follow at a minimal scale, that I'm happy to serve those those that amount. But if it reaches the grand scale, then I'm happy to serve those as well. So whoever I can serve, I'm happy. We're going to take a break. We have to take a commercial. We're on the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson, for letting us have this radio show for so many years all over the world. We love you, but we really love little Amy Murphy. She is much older than she looks, as you can tell, and she is the real her, which I love. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. Okay, now we take a commercial, which is 10 times more fun than anything. And you remember Adrian, don't you? Yeah! Isn't he adorable? So cute. <laughs> you guys are the same age. And this poor kid rode a bus. I put on Facebook that uh, if you want to see me, you know, nobody ever comes to see me. I put that up. I, I put it up for a couple of reasons. Number one, I want everybody to know where I am. But really, I want to know where I am so I'm not thinking around. I can sneak a drink or do anything goofy. So I do that to make myself accountable. But this kid took the, the bait. His name is Jordan Thomas. He's an aspiring songwriter. He loves Jesus. He's an identical twin. He is just a beautiful kid who I love. Right, Jordan? You got to talk. They, this is a radio show, so let's talk loud. <laughs> yeah, they can hear you. It's a blessing to be here. I've been listening. Um, I'm excited, too. I've been listening to your journey. I just described to your website, too. Good, good, good. To know what, it's, what it's about. Oh, good. So he just he just subscribed to your website. He's a very he's a sweet kid. He's very very nervous. And I told him, if I were him, if I were 22 years old, I'd be a contact mapper. I would be learning everything I can about everybody. He's a shy kid. And I told him, and he's so nice. He loves his mom. His mom's boyfriend. They're in a credit repair deal. I said I'd help them. And uh, it's just. It's all about contribution, unless you're Adrian, and then Adrian, who knows? I think he's just in it for the money. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> so, Tom, how did you learn all this about this guy? I mean, it seems like you know his life story. I interviewed him. He didn't, and then the, right in the middle of the breakfast, I said, what do you know about me, Jordan? He goes, nothing. I go, you, he goes, I don't, I'm a good listener. I said, it's great to be a good listener, but you got to ask questions. It's like you think <laughs> we had a very slow dance, or didn't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> He's adorable. I love the kid. Very fun time. And that's oh, exactly man. what I want. This is, the kind, this is my tribe. Jordan is my tribe. He is a great young man. So, Adrian, contact mapping. Talk about it a little bit. I used up your whole ad. We'll come back at the oh, half hour. Gracious. It's terrible. All right. So, contact mapping is the way that you take a really cool young man like Jordan, and you know his life story backwards and forwards, and you figure out how you are going to be able to serve him and how the world might be a better place if you two could work together in some way. 
And the key to the whole, that whole thing is getting out of your own head, getting out of your own agenda, getting out of your own way long enough to really learn somebody's story. And it's so fun when you discover the magic of doing that because it, it's just way more fun to be somebody who lives in a, from a place of contribution and from a place of serving others. And the world just has a, a great way of making it work out well for everybody when you do that. And so how you learn to do that in a really easy, simple way is this thing called the coffee shop interview. And we are going to give that to you for free. So you are going to go to contactmapping.com slash CSI for coffee shop interview. And you're going to download that and you're going to love it. So check it out. Contactmapping.com forward slash CSI back to you, Tom. All right. So Jordan in, in the whole deal with Jordan, it was so adorable. Uh, and in the contact mapping newsletter, if you'll subscribe to that, you'll see Adrian's got eight more questions that are over and above the coffee shop interview that are absolute rock solid for starting conversation. But I think I'm going to wait until we come back and try to talk to Amy about this because I know what her shift was. She might not even know what her shift was. So hang on for five seconds. And we are back. It is the Tom Chenault Show. We're here with Amy Murphy on the Genesis Communication Network. And she is just such a complete and total little naked rock star. Can't believe the girl comes to work every day in her bathrobe. It's extraordinary. And I want to talk about that for a second. I was... Uh, I don't even have any idea why I'm going down this track. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know, it's nothing to be scared about. Here's the deal. Okay. It isn't your new company that was the differentiator. It wasn't a new product that was the differentiator. What changed was your attitude toward Amy Murphy, where you learned the skills over those 17 years, but then you got into that radical self-inquiry called who is Amy Murphy, and then you said, I am going to go out and find a tribe that loves me just the way I am instead of me trying to be like Marina Worry, Jesse Lee Ward, and the rest of those other rock stars in their own right that are also their true selves, but they aren't you. That's what happened. Did you realize that's what you did? Um, now that you say it, now I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you you discovered your best self, and once that, that self-esteem completely went out the window, that issue, and now you love who's looking back at you in the mirror, and you are attracting people who trust you that you trust, that you feel safe with, that feel safe with you, that love you that you love, and they know they belong all the time and that's your little bathrobe tribe and the west there's plenty of those people in the rest of the world be damned that's who you're attracting because that's who you vibrate with right right it's oh, true girl, you're a genius <laughs> uh, yes i'm a genius that was all it was all on purpose <laughs> <laughs> isn't that exciting but you know what was on purpose like you said me finally saying, you know what, this is me. I'm showing up to do this. I want to prove something to myself, to the world, to my husband. I had something to prove. I was on a mission and I took all of that self-esteem out. You know, I didn't love going. I saw pretty girls online all the time and I would love to get all done up and look pretty, you know, but I didn't have the time to do it, but I had a message I had to share. So I said, you know what? It's okay. 
People will love me regardless if I have messy hair or I'm in my bathrobe. And I love that the bathrobe kind of represents that, you know, universal uniform. You can take all of this off, but what's in your heart? What's in your mind? What's in your soul? That's what shines through. That's why I love about that. Oh, I, and I love that about you. And <laughs> teaching people that comparison with looks or anything is a sickness that has completely come across this country with primarily younger women, you know, that at age 13, 14, 15, they have to fit in no matter, at all costs. And you, you're breaking that and you're creating people that love and live from the inside out instead of the outside in. And I believe truly, I mean, I, when I asked you to be on this show, it wasn't an accident. I checked you out from stem to stern. Just I wanted to make sure you were the type of person that, that I thought with my eyes. But I am telling you, you are changing lives out there, Amy, and I, I want to thank you for that. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. True story. <clears throat> you got like two minutes. What do you want to say to people? Are you coaching people? You're inspiring people? You're trying um, to attract people? Tell me a story. Um, so I don't personally people I like to just inspire people so I don't take clients on like that I have my my business that I do and I train within my tribe you know like social media tips that I'm learning and you know I coach my team like that but the million dollar bathrobe is the new brand that I'm building aside apart from it's kind of in conjunction with but it's apart from you know the network marketing and that's another tribe of it could be all in the same it's just people that want to feel they belong somewhere that are looking to connect, looking to um, really help work on, you know, the self self-esteem is huge because that was my big thing growing up uh, before I was in, I still am, but I was in the acting world. I do TV and film and modeling. And I always felt that I always had to get the next biggest role to, to feel successful, or I had to get the next modeling campaign to feel successful. It was very outward. Um, you know, that, that outward kind of reflection that I thought I had to, to do. But when, when I finally learned to strip all the outside stuff off and really dig deep into myself, who am I, who am I and what do I want? That's when true success started actually flourishing for me. And I know a lot of people have those same kind of self-esteem issues too. I felt like the ugly duckling growing up. I always did. People say to me, what? You were so cute. Like, what do you mean? But I didn't feel it. And I thought that I had to get recognition by looking the prettiest and having the best roles and trying to live that kind of world. And then I realized that's not the case. And so people can come to the million dollar bathrobe subscribe to the blog i have a, a journey that i share there all kinds of journey stuff and self-reflection all on the blog and i have the newsletter and i do if people want me to come speak to their companies or their you know whatever it is if you want to have a team team rahura i'll come speak so i do i do public speaking i'm launching that as like a public speaking platform to help speak and, and impact i want to impact more people and you know, while I, I absolutely love my network marketing business, I love that and I can impact people through that, but I feel that I can, through the bathroom brand, impact even more people. Okay, Amy, I love you. We are going to let you go. We're gonna bring on Rob Sperry. We got Laura and LaHave next week. It is, I'm the luckiest man in the world knowing a woman like you, and I love you and I'll do anything I can hand to help you out. You keep us posted and you need to double that income like Eric said. So we'll see you later. Hug that lucky husband. We'll see you before you know it. Okay. Love uh, you. Bye. All right. 
We're back. Hello. Okay, so Amy, contact mapping. Making, you know, you talked about being a hot mess. You talked about the fact that you are everywhere but where you want to be with your follow-up and all that stuff. What do you use? I mean, how do you stay on top of it? Do you believe in it at all? Do you believe in, in like, follow-up and be in your word and following people back when they say, what's going on with that? I don't even understand how you live your life like that. Your husband cannot keep you on that track. My wife would kill me. It's so funny because I am legit – if you saw my organization, it would probably like it's an OCD person's nightmare. My husband is like, eh, I don't understand you. Um, contact mapping literally is amazing. It is genius. Um, I'm a traditional pen and paper person. If you saw my book, I have like a. F I just started. I just started this book. Anyways, you don't even want to know what I do. Um, <laughs> It's a, I do, but I do follow up with people. I have, I have a little hot mess system that I've gotten to know and love. Um, I, I don't even want to share, share because you'd probably laugh at me. <laughs> I guarantee we would, but you know what? No one can argue your success. You are yes. amazing and that's all that it matters. But I need, I need systems. And I learned from Eric this weekend uh, that system business is systems. And I've truly been operating off of passion and charisma. And that's not always duplicatable. So I need systems. If I want to go next level, I need to implement systems. And I need to duplicate those systems if I want to go next level with my team. Just, the, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Adrian, what do you think of that? I, I think that you I think you said something really powerful there, which is that you know we we create systems around our personality type around what works for us, and that's great. And like don't mess with your success. But then part of leveling up as a leader is how do you then take the good parts of your system that might have worked for you, but maybe are unique to your personality, and how do you repackage that in a way that you can say anybody can do this? You don't have you know, you don't have to be my whatever personality type. You don't have to be my level of crazy commitment or crazy whatever. Like this is something that reduces to the least common denominator that works. And so I think that's an important ingredient to anything and certainly to helping your people to duplicate the way they build relationships is you've got to, you've got to give them a track to run on that's going to work for as many people as possible and not one that's just so customized to your personality type. So I think you're totally on the right track in thinking about those ideas as you come out of this thing with Eric. And that's kind of what we're trying to do, right? Like, you know, Tom, you, you watch Tom Chenault and you're like, this guy is insane. Like, you know, he's putting his phone number on Facebook. He's doing all the crazy, you know, he does all these crazy things. And that's great, but that's not everybody. But how do you how do you distill out of that the things that are that sh everyone should do, that everyone can do? Package those together and say, no matter what your personality type is, this is going to work for you. And you just got to figure out what your habit system is around that. That's what we have tried to do with contact mapping, and I think that's really the secret to it: is that leaders can use it to create leverage in their organization because it's something that's not so customized to just the way that they did it with duct tape and bubble gum, right? You're bang on. I think you're absolutely right with that. Okay, so Eric and Ray and me and Rob will all tell you the same thing. If it won't duplicate, don't do it. <laughs> duplicate. And you are a hot mess. So am I. I am a train wreck on wheels. And everybody wants to be you. But the name of the game, if you don't have a way for them to actually have a shot at that, you got problems. 
especially in a huge organization. I've got a huge organization that completely has a life of its own as a result of putting in systems and letting it be that because it had to be Tom Chenault proof because if it would have been like me, it would have gone nowhere. And that's the big difference. And that's where you hit the nail on the head. And Eric, God bless him, caught you at exactly the right time because you just went crazy with that charisma like me all the way to here. But all of a sudden you're standing here and you're going, okay, I got to take this up and I don't have any more buttons on the elevator. Eric gave you those buttons on the elevator this weekend and, and, and Ray, and that's the miracle of it all, Amy. And we're so very proud of you because you're like our hero. So put your robe on, Amy. Um, well, I love you guys with all of my heart. Everybody have a phenomenal day and we'll catch you all next week. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks, yeah. Amy. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to our Feel Like a Million podcast. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you soon.